Hello guys, welcome back to my channel. If you are watching this on YouTube, hi. And if you are listening to this episode on podcast, hi to you as well. This episode is going to be all about the big question. What is the difference between a good idea and a God idea? And before we start, I have written my notes <laughs> on this piece of paper. So if I look down, this is why. Um, but I've recently been faced with this question of like, how do I know? that this idea that I have is a good idea or is it from God? Is it just a normal good idea or is it from God? Because we know that we as Christians get a lot of ideas. We are very creative because God created first. So in Genesis 1, Genesis 1, somewhere, one of the verses, it says in the beginning, oh wait, <laughs> it's literally Genesis 1 verse 1. It says in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. So we all know God created. So we are creative because God first created. So we know we get a lot of ideas, but how do we know which ones are God ideas? Because I don't know about you, but I want to execute on the God ideas, okay? Because those are going to be the difference makers. So like I said, I asked this question. I asked it the, I asked the Lord, I asked the Lord this question a few days ago, a couple of weeks ago, and I feel like I got a good answer. I feel like the Lord really answered me. And so I want to share these kind of points with you guys. So I'm so excited to get into it. Uh, so yeah, the first thing that I felt like the Lord was telling me how you can differentiate between a normal good idea and a God idea is, is it being taken from glory to glory? So the scripture verse I have for this is 2 Corinthians 3 verse 18. And it says, but we all with unveiled face beholding as in a, as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord are being transformed in, into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the spirit of the Lord. So this is a very confusing verse. I know. Bear with me. So what this verse basically means is when we come to the Lord, we come to him through the new covenant. Right. So we know what the new covenant is. Jesus died on the cross uh, and he died for our sins. So then the veil over our heart is taken away when we come into agreement with this new covenant. Those who are still in the old covenant have a veil and cannot see. They cannot see the gift of salvation. Okay, so basically we put our trust, we put our faith in Christ's sacrifice. Therefore, the Lord has removed the veil and we now reflect the Lord's glory and the and we are increasingly being transformed to be more and more like him. So the Lord's glory basically increases in us. He makes us into more uh, beings, more like him. So in other words, your idea, is it being taken from glory to glory? Is it being, being taken to new levels? Is it going higher and higher? I'm not talking about, is it exploding? Like it's an overnight success. That's not what I'm talking about. In fact, overnight successes, that's not biblical. Okay. It, most of the time, things take time. Okay. So is it, is it being taken to higher levels? Is it growing? Is there momentum? Are you planting a seed and it's taking time to produce a harvest? So that's the first way you can differentiate it. The second point that I got from the Lord that I, that I got is is it bringing you peace? The scripture verse for this one is Philippians 4, verse 6 to 7. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your request <laughs> be made known to God. I'm sorry for the paper, okay? 
And the peace of God, which uh, surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So it has happened to me before where I got an idea and I was like, this idea is so good. It's so amazing. And when I executed on the idea, it brought me nothing but uneasiness. I felt so uneasy and I just didn't have any sort of peace. And most of the time, this is a very, very clear way that the Lord speaks to us is through uneasiness. Uneasy, feeling uneasy, that's not the same as being unsure or, uh, I don't know, if, if you don't have peace about something, it's it's almost like it's a knowing in your heart and you know it's from the, the Holy Spirit, you know like the Lord is trying to really impress something on your heart, it's not just this willy-nilly like, oh, I don't know, like I'm a little bit anxious, um, because sometimes we experience stress, but the idea is still from God. You know, we can experience stress and, you know, feelings of stress when we execute on a God idea. But I'm talking about that uneasiness, like, like, you know, that, you know, that, you know, something ain't right. Okay. And so what I have done in the past is instead of going to God for wisdom and taking it to the world, I sought wisdom from the world and brought it to God, expecting him to bless it. Think about think about that for a second. I thought I had a good idea and I thought it was from God. But instead of going to God and asking him to confirm this to me and is this from you, Lord? I said, no, no, this is a very good idea. Lord, would you please bless it? OK, and that I've made that mistake in the past. So don't do that. Learn from my mistakes. Rather go to God first, spend time in his presence and ask him, Lord, what have you anointed me to do? What are those gifts in me that you want me to use and execute? Um, what are those good ideas that you've placed in me that you want me to um, execute on? You know? Okay, then the third thing is, is it being blessed? Is God opening the door? Or is the door staying shut? Now, sometimes we all have heard that saying of a delay is not a denial. So I'm not saying that door is staying shut and it will never be opened. Like, for example, let's say you are a woman and you are barren, like you're waiting for a child. We all know that God's plan for every single one of us is to be fruitful and multiply. So that door is going to open, right? If you read the word of God, you know that door is going to open. So it's just a matter of time. A delay is not a denial. But I'm saying that door is so shut that for some reason you just can't seem to break through. It's been years and years and years. And again, already looking at the at the, the first point, which I said, is it being taken from glory to glory? Not um, bursting open and, and um, having this overnight success. I'm talking about there's momentum. So first you see momentum. That doesn't mean the door is closed. The door might be open on a little creek, but the door is open. I'm talking about that door is so close. Like you're like, oh my goodness, there's no way. Like I'm trying everything in my power. Like I just can't get this door open. So you also have to take this point. Is it being blessed with the others? Like I just said, you know, is it being taken from glory to glory? Then the door might be just on a little creek, but it's still open. So the fourth one that I got for you, the fourth and final one, and then I have some other things that I want to that I want to point out is, is it being confirmed to you? Many times in the Bible, we see the Lord confirming his plans for his people, or for his children to them. So the Lord will let you know, okay? Maybe not through angels like it happened in the Bible, 
God will confirm it through people. Sometimes people will acknowledge or see a gift in you, a good a God idea in you before you even see it. So maybe you are really good at speaking and maybe you know you really want to preach the word of God, you really want to preach and teach God's word. But it's like you don't really know like it, it's a good idea, you don't you don't really know, but people have been telling you Wow, every time you talk about the Bible, it just, it all makes sense. Like you explain it so well. Like there's really something in you. Maybe you are really good at teaching and people have been here and there. People have been just mentioning, oh, you've really, you've really explained something really well. Maybe, maybe you, you should be a teacher. Maybe you should go into teaching. Um, you know, many times if we pay attention, we can really hear God's plan for us through what other people say. They will acknowledge it because see, when you have been gifted to do something, when there's something on your life that God wants you to execute on, he's going to make it clear to you. He really is. He will never leave you nor forsake you. He will not leave you in the dark. Um, so that's also a really big way. And so God can also confirm things to you, not only through other people, but also through dreams and visions and maybe desires even, because we know that the more time we spend with God, the more he kind of morphs our desires to be more like his desires again like the first point from glory to glory uh, when we accept jesus as our lord and savior he then transforms us to be more like him so the lord will you know morph and transform your desires to be more like his so sometimes that confirmation is just literally you are so in love with this thing this god idea and the more you try to suppress it the more it comes back it literally never leaves you alone it comes back for me, that's like YouTube. I've always had a desire for YouTube and the more I leave it and walk away, the more it comes back and it comes back and it just doesn't want to leave me alone. So what is that thing in your life that it just doesn't seem to leave you alone? It's been years, maybe it's been months and you really just need to, you really just need to know what the freak is up. Okay. In order to know something, this is also something that God gave me in order to know it by its fruit you need to execute. You can't sit back and wait for God to move because God already moved 2000 years ago. He's already sent his son. He did what he needed to do. Now you need to move. I was once uh, listening to a, a podcast by Joyce Meyer and she and someone asked her the question and she said, you know what? The only way you will know if something is from God, if something is a God idea, is if you try it and find out. Like you're not going to know if you keep on sitting and asking, Lord, give me a sign. Lord, give me a sign. The Bible says fools look for signs. You have to move. You have to execute. And sometimes God kind of nudges us into that direction. I'm thinking of the story of Ruth and Naomi. If you if you read the book of Ruth, how Ruth came to Boaz, there was twice in the Bible in that story where Naomi, I think Naomi she had to move to a different location out of need. And then Ruth, uh, Ruth, I'm so sorry for my speech, guys. Sometimes when I talk too fast, things just jumble up. Um, but then Ruth moved for opportunity. So they, they, they didn't sit back and wait and waited for God to you know, send a lightning bolt. Their circumstances kind of pushed them and they went for it. They, they, they went, okay? My pastor once said, two thirds of God's name is go. You need to go. You can't sit. God doesn't sit with the sitters. He runs with the runners. Okay. Do we trust God enough to step out in faith and execute 
no matter the outcome. And this is the difficult part for me, because like I said at the beginning, I would rather execute on a God idea than a good idea, because I know a God idea will be blessed. I know it will go from glory to glory. I know it will give me peace and be confirmed to me. I know that. But it's like, you will only know if you execute. You have to trust God enough to be like, Lord, it doesn't matter the outcome. I'm going to trust you and I'm just going to go for it. Okay. That's the most difficult part. So Psalms 139 verse 23 to 24 says, Search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my anxieties and see if there's any wicked way in me and lead me in the way everlasting. Who knows who said that prayer? Whose prayer is this? And if you know the answer, well done. Because this is the famous prayer that David prayed um, in, in a psalm. So I was reading the book called Dangerous Prayers by Craig Grishel a few years back. And this was one of the prayers that he had in his book and that he said, if you pray this, just know that it's dangerous because God is going to listen to you and God is going to, he's going to act on it. And I've prayed this prayer so many times and every single time I've prayed this prayer, God has shifted something in my life, has moved something because it literally says, search me, know my anxious thoughts, remove anything wicked in me remove it so you can literally ask god lord before i execute on this thing remove anything from my life that you don't want there that then god might remove that idea he might remove that desire completely to you know to execute on that idea he might remove it but you need to pray it because the bible says you have not because you ask not seek knock and ask so if you pray and you ask the lord lord i really don't want to execute on this if it's not you so just remove it remove it okay (laughs) that's the most clearest way you can know if something is also uh if god wants you to do something and sometimes god will just not do anything because he doesn't have to sometimes we just need to go through it sometimes the best way uh is to learn sometimes god just wants you to execute even though it's not you know the idea that he wants you to do but he knows that you will learn something in there He wants you to learn something, okay? So there's another verse in Romans 8 verse 28 that says, And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. So it doesn't matter if it's a good idea or a God idea. Doesn't matter because it's all going to work out for your good. It's all going to work out. Doesn't matter the outcome. And yes, in the moment, you might might be a little embarrassed. Like, oh, I just executed on this good idea, but it's really not being blessed. Like, the Lord's not blessing this. No one's confirming this to me. I don't have peace about this. So I'm kind of feeling like, a, I'm feeling a little stupid. I'm feeling a little dumb. Trust me, I've been there. I've, I've felt dumb many times in my life. <laughs> and it hurts. It does hurt because you're like, if I just went to God first, you know, then I would have missed all of this. And that's the tough part. And I watch a lot of, I don't know if you guys know who Cliff is, but he, he is a, I think a lecturer at, a, at colleges and his whole YouTube channel, I think he's a pastor as well, but his whole YouTube channel is Ask Cliff, Ask Cliff Questions. 
or something or cliff answers or something like that you you guys have probably seen him on instagram and things so he goes to a college campus and then or he stands on a college campus and then he just lets students ask him questions about the bible and god and christianity and things and like the big big questions and there's many times where he he's been asked a question and his answer was simply just you know what i don't know i don't know because the bible talks about the mysteries of heaven. If we knew everything about God and if we knew, you know, everything about how God moves and, and what God was doing always, then we wouldn't need him if we knew everything. And that's kind of the sin that Adam and Eve did in, in the garden. They wanted to know. It was the tree of good and evil that they ate from. They wanted to know. And it's like, no, you don't have to know everything. And that's the tough part. But that's also where the faith comes in. Because that requires us. That not knowing. That that feeling of, oh, I don't know. <laughs> Lord, I don't know. Like, I really want this thing to be blessed. But I don't know if it's you. Like, Lord, that's going to require you to have faith. And we all know that at the end of the day, that's the only thing that matters to God. Faith is heaven's currency. Okay? So I've like looking back on my life, I can clearly see where was the good ideas and where's the God ideas. And it's only when you look back that you can see. And it always makes me feel grateful because even when I look at those good ideas that I thought were good ideas, um, no, that I thought were God ideas, but turn out to be just good ideas. Even though they didn't work out, I still look back and be like, Or I I still look back and I I can see the goodness of God because I can see God's hand guiding me away or taking me a different route or like his, his mercy and his goodness. Because at the end of the day, we all have free will and you can choose. He will. That's why these things are so subtle. (laughs) He makes it clear. Yes, but he'll also leave some of it up to you. He'll, he'll leave the decision. He's not going to, he's not going to make the decision for you. He's going to leave it up to you because again, You've got free will. He's not going to take that away from you. He's going to give you the opportunity to make the choice yourself. But even if you make the wrong choice, like Romans 8 verse 28 says, he's still going to let it work out for your good. And isn't that just crazy? Isn't that like God is so good. We are the foolish ones. We are the dumb ones when it comes to these things. So Spare yourself the trouble. Go to God first before you go to the world and and seek him for the wisdom. Seek him for the God ideas and wait for him to give it to you and execute. Okay, don't just sit back and wait. Execute. Um, That was me. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode and watching this video. If you liked it and you are on YouTube, leave a comment, chat to me. I love to talk to you guys. Leave a like on this video. Subscribe if you want to see more. I'm going to try and do one of these every week. I'm going to emphasis on try. I don't always have these great things to say. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. If you listen to this on podcast, then you can rate and review it. But other than that, thank you guys so much for being here with me. me. Hello. (laughs) Thank you for being here with me and spending time with me. I appreciate it. I'll see you guys hopefully next week. Bye.